It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And I want to ask you guys, just hear me out on this. Do y'all, do y'all believe in karma? Do you really believe that you get what you put out? I don't. I'm going to tell you why I'm starting not to really believe in it. I think it's a technical thing. I think you get what you believe in. I don't think you get what you put out. And I'm telling you this from things I've observed in my own life, things I've observed in other people's lives. And I just watched this documentary on, um, which app is this one? I just watched a documentary on stars. And the, the name of this documentary, you can check it out, it's called Confronting a Serial Killer. And it's about this guy named Sam Little. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him, but he was one of the worst serial killers ever. And he killed like over 93 people. This is a black dude who killed black and white women. Most of these women, if not all of them, if I'm not mistaken, were all prostitutes or drug addicts. Just, you know, those type of women. Um, and he killed 93 of them. This dude, I mean, you, you, you should really check this, this, this series out. It's only about, um, five episodes long, about a 53 minutes a pop. So about basically five hours when you add it all up, ultimately about five hours. I mean, you're not going to sit down and watch it all at once, but you know, just over the span of maybe a week or two, you might be able to check it out. Depending on how much free time you have, you could probably watch two hours a day. You know what I'm saying? If you work at home or something like that. Now, my whole thing is this, like this dude, let me break it down to you guys. So this dude killed over 93 women. Um, he got away with several of them. Only reason why we even know that is because if you watch the documentary, you'll see he, he's talking to this one lady who um, he basically confesses everything to her. You know what I'm saying? He killed over 93 women, bro. He got caught finally for like the last time when he was 70 something years old. He spent six years in jail on multiple life sentences and then died in prison of a regular death that any 70, 80 year old would have had. So some of y'all probably thinking, well, Tommy, what are you talking about? He got his karma. He, he went to jail. He went to jail at 70 something years old. He's a serial killer who has no kids. He has no ex-wife. His mom is dead. His He doesn't know his dad or anything like that. Like what do you what do you mean? What is what is what the fuck is going to prison after you done killed ninety three people in your seventies in your late seventies? What the fuck is prison besides a a, a a gloomier retirement home, a place where you actually don't really have to be shit and you'll get everything you need? There's old people right now that shit. They probably be better off in prison because right now they don't got nobody washing their clothes for them. They don't got nobody making them three meals a day. They don't got nobody uh, putting on a TV for them and giving them books to read and none of that shit and keeping them protected or none of that. So what the hell is a prison to a nigga who spent his whole life murdering people, murdering women, um, at all? What the hell is prison to him? What the fuck is that? That ain't shit. That is nothing. And then to only have to spend six years there, it makes me wonder, like, what is this whole karma thing if a dude... Because let me tell you something. Let me just let, let some of y'all know. Maybe some of y'all agree, some of y'all disagree. Prison for a serial killer is not karma. All you have managed to do by putting a serial killer in prison, especially in his late 70s, 
is prevented other people from getting killed. That's it. Now, as this documentary is being made, this lady is one of the only people that this man man has in his life. He's the only person that she's the only person that she, he talks to. The way he describes things, he doesn't have any remorse. He still believes up until his death date that those women deserve to die. He, he got a kick out of watching them struggle for air. This this is not what I'm making up. This is not even what the, the filmmaker, God bless her heart for, you know, going through all of this. You know what I'm saying? Is making up. This is what he said. I'm telling you what this man said. Okay, so you're not going to tell me that karma... I, and I get some people are Christians and some people are just, you know, really spiritual. So they probably like, well, he's going to get his in the afterworld. I mean, yeah, the Bible never tells us to really know anything. It just tells us to believe. It just tells us to have faith. It's big on faith and believing. It never says you have to know anything. We don't know what the afterworld has to offer. We really don't. We know that Enoch and um, there's another guy. I forgot what his name is. I can't believe his name's in my mind. They never died. They were just taken up into the heavens. We, we, we really don't know anything. We don't know what death is like. You've never met somebody who really died and came back and could tell you, like, man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's not that bad. It is fun. I was down there chilling. Like, we ain't to come back and tell us, like, yo, it's terrible. You gotta relive all the fuck shit you did to people. Like, we don't know what the afterlife has to offer him. But one thing I've learned from studying monstrous people, um, is that they are damn near unkarmable. I know mean, it's not a word, but you know what I mean. Like they, you damn near can't do anything to them because there's nothing to do. Karma for him would probably be watching his daughter go through the same thing a lot of those other women who are all somebody's daughter went through. He don't have a daughter. He don't love his mom. He don't have a mom. He don't have any friends. He doesn't have anything. He he doesn't care about life. He doesn't value human life. He doesn't value his women. I think karma comes to people who feel guilty about the shit they do. One thing I've seen in my life is that when people feel guilty about the stuff they do, when they actually feel bad, they start to feel worthless. They start to feel down. Like, damn, I can't believe I just told that lie. I can't believe I just did that, hit this woman. I can't believe I just did this, cheated on my boyfriend. That's people who get karma. People who are just like cold, bro, they don't be getting no karma, bro. And even the little bit of karma that they do get, it don't it don't affect them. So is it really karma? You know what I'm saying? Like if you, I remember I watched the movie um, The Dark Knight, and one of my favorite scenes that really shows to me, you can say whatever you want to say, but this scene really shows the the maniac behind the character that we we've all grown to like be polarized by, the Joker. Do you remember when he was getting his ass kicked in that police station? I mean, he was getting full-fledged, his ass kicked. He's in jail. He doesn't really know anything. He has faith. But he doesn't know that his little plan with a little cell phone in the dude's stomach is going to work or anything. He's sitting there getting his ass kicked. You know he's facing life and death in jail, right? And he starts laughing. What can you do to a man like that? The sad part about it is, of course, there's people who are going to say, well, Tommy, we don't know what, if that was in real life, what the Joker deals with behind closed doors. How often does he cry himself to sleep? They're like, we don't know how often Sam Little cries himself to sleep, right? But at the same time, I, I kind of feel like when you do things to people, the universe is supposed to 
allow people to see you get done the same thing. You see what I'm saying? We may not physically get to watch, but we hear about it. Something, you know, like y'all ever had somebody do you wrong and it might even be years later. You might even talk to that specific person and they just be like, but yeah, so what you been up to? And they're like, man, you know, I got this happening to me. I got that. I went down the road. I came back. Like you be like, oh, and you start to see like, oh, they did get, you always wondered what happened to them. And now you see. Or somebody tell you, or you stumble across across a news article or an Instagram post to find out this person been dead for five, six, seven years now. Like, you know, y'all ever have that happen to you? Like, yeah, you know, we get to see it. Like, even in the end of the Dark Knight, when Batman finally defeats the Joker, he goes flying down in the sky. He's laughing the whole time. Now, we don't know. Maybe when he got, got close to the ground, he's like, oh, shit, oh, shit, here it goes, right? But even if he did... When you become such a maniac, like a Joker, like a Sam Little, and I get it, right? The odds of any of us ever becoming these type of people or encountering these people, the chances and the odds are are more stacked against those people, right? But still, when you when you're such a maniac, such a monster um, of a person, you have to understand these people before they ever decide to choke someone to death or do some maniac mani shit. They've already accepted that they're probably going to get their fucking head blown off. They're probably going to end up in jail somewhere. They might lose a family member. That's why a lot of those people, a lot of times, they don't really have family like that, right? And so some of y'all are probably thinking, well, Tommy, okay, well, if you said that the odds are against us to ever even encounter somebody like this, why Why does it matter? Why are we having this conversation? Because a lot of us believe in this karma thing that it's just full circle, but clearly there's exceptions to the rule. And there are people in this world that I think that I don't know once again what the afterlife has for them. But here in this life, on this plane, on this earth, they are not going to go through shit, bro. They are going to walk through this life basically unscathed. Look at Pablo Escobar. And I love Pablo Escobar. You know, I love his mentality and things like that and some of the things he did. But Growing up, I always thought Pablo Escobar was just a notorious coke dealer. After watching Narcos, I realized this man was a fucking terrorist, okay? Because if anybody else, the Al-Qaeda was to do half of what Pablo Escobar did, we would call that terrorism. There'd be some wars behind, but Pablo was blowing up buildings. He was blowing up airplanes. He was destroying whole communities. You know what I'm saying? Pablo Escobar was... Shit, I mean... I mean, he's not that far. When you think about it, bro, when you really think about it and you really like go do your own research, not even just narcos, even the stuff that wasn't even in the show, that man Pablo Escobar was kind of right behind Adolf Hitler. If you could celebrate a Pablo Escobar, you could celebrate an Adolf Hitler. Honestly, he wasn't that far behind him. You know, He probably was damn near responsible for as much bloodshed as an Adolf Hitler. Some people would say I'm crazy, for it, but when you really add it all up, Pablo Escobar had a lot of bodies under him. Not to mention, he personally killed people himself. I don't know. I don't know. But to my knowledge, Adolf Hitler never personally killed nobody, right? And not saying Adolf Hitler was right, but Adolf Hitler's reasoning, his mentality behind what he was doing in Pablo's, Pablo's was actually more shallow. Adolf was bad, but Adolf thought what he was doing was the right thing. He thought he was getting rid of a false race to preserve a better, more superior race. That's a little bit more, and I'm not, once again, I, this is why my channel is not for emotional people, it's for logical people. 
Because for a logical person, I don't have to put out a disclaimer. You already know what I mean. That's a little bit more honorable than killing people because you don't want to go to jail. Killing people because you want to keep selling cocaine to rich white people in America. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a little bit different. You're already a multi-billion. Pablo Escobar was rich as shit. He probably had more money than Adolf Hitler. You know what I'm saying? He just he just wanted more money, wanted more power, wanted more respect, wanted more credit, right? Pablo Escobar blew up airplanes, all kind of stuff. And he ended up getting shot maybe two or three times, and that's how he died. You don't think that at some point in Pablo Escobar's life, he fully accepted that he was not going to die from cancer. He was not going to die, die in his sleep. He was not going to die from a heart attack. Hell, he wasn't even going to die in a car accident. He was going to get murdered. He was going to be slaughtered. His head is on this side of the road. His legs are over there. His toes are over there. His mouth is over there. They were going to drag his body, beat it, stone it to death. You don't think that it never crossed his mind? That's how he was going to die? The little bitty shit that this man got was a bullet to the head and one or two to the chest? That's it? After you blew up all this shit? You think Pablo Escobar dying was no, he even said, he said it himself, better a grave in Colombia than a prison in the United States. That was his biggest fear. Pablo Escobar getting karma would have been either A, his wife being murdered, B, or just, all right, I'm going to put all of this in A, his wife, his mother, or his children being murdered, or B, him ending up in prison in, in America. That's karma for Pablo Escobar. Getting shot dead, even, even, even though he got shot dead by the police, his, one of his biggest ops, right? But getting shot dead by the police in Colombia, that wasn't karma for Pablo Escobar. That's not how his mind thinks. You got to understand that is not karma for people like that. Y'all, y'all think it's karma. You know, if had he watched his son get his head blown off by one of them Cali cartel niggas or by the police, that's karma. Matter of fact, the only karma I would say Pablo Escobar really ever got in his life was when they killed his cousin. Was his cousin uh, Gustavo? That was it. That was it. And it's like the most evilest people, even on smaller scales, it's like they don't get no karma. And I think a big part of it is because their heart doesn't allow it. It's the Bible tells you when you pray for forgiveness from God, right? And you got to understand, see, what I'm about to say is going gonna, gonna to offend some Christians. But God is a master of the universal laws, Okay. There are universal laws and God is a master of them. He was trying to teach us how to understand them better. So a lot of these things are go way beyond what, you, what you're thinking. So when the Bible tells you that when you pray, you ask for forgiveness, you, you have to forgive yourself. That is one of the most important parts of it. Because then that's why people like Pablo Escobar live decent lives. They live pretty long. They you know, slither through all the bullshit all the time they should have got killed or should have went to jail. They don't. And then, yeah, people could say, well, they went out with a bang, but did they? You know what I'm saying? Like for a dude who blew up buildings to get a shot to the head and you, you know, you still are attached enough to have an open casket funeral if you really wanted to. That's not karma. That is not of going out with a bang. That is very light work for a guy like Pablo Escobar. You know what I'm saying? Even the way Adolf Hitler died, very light work for somebody who did so much evil. Like a lot of these people, they get very light work. And I think it goes into the fact that they never walked around with a heavy heart for all the shit they did. Me, I be feeling guilty about shit. 
I, I can I can say something wrong to somebody and I literally feel it in my heart like, damn, why did I say that? I should have never said that to her ass. And next thing you know, I'm going through something, maybe even similar to what I made fun of her or him for. And it's because I felt bad. Even when I said, God, please forgive me for saying that, I still held it in my heart. So your heart is what's pushing this energy on you. I'm not trying to train you guys to be some cold-hearted, ruthless individuals. I'm just trying to show you the these things that we believe in, they're a little bit more than what we think. And you're wondering why your daddy or why these people haven't, like, why, how are they just getting away with so much stuff? Why did your ex-boyfriend, he just keep winning? Why your ex-girlfriend, because they don't give a fuck. They don't hold it in their heart. They might even feel justified doing what they're doing. The only thing that they might have to worry about is their arrogance. That will slow them down before their actions. I promise you, if you ever see them going through something, it's not because of what they did to you. It's because they were arrogant in their doing it. That's it. Now, that is something the universe will bring anybody down in. It doesn't mean that they're going to care about the depths that they're brought to, but they will be brought down. That's why Pablo Escobar ended up getting shot and didn't escape escape and just live live a long life till he got old and died in the jungle somewhere. That's why Sam Little ended up in jail. It was because of the arrogance and the ego. It wasn't because of what they did. Hence why they never got direct karma for it. Because once again, what did I tell you guys earlier? That is not karma for a man who killed 93 people. But I, I cracked the code. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Because he just died last year, two, December 30th. I'm like, what the fuck? Why the hell is this why did he never like he didn't even get stabbed up in jail or nothing like how he don't feel bad that's why there's no guilt these things come with guilt that's why some of y'all are very giving people you're very nice right your actions are nice your words are nice you give the shirt off your back to your home people and you wonder why is it the universe don't give me nothing because your heart isn't genuine you see what I'm saying? You're doing it for attention. You're doing it because you feel like you have to. You're doing it um, to say, I'm a good person. I'm a, and Your arrogance is blocking you from receiving your return on investment. Okay? I had to learn that the hard way too. I had to learn the hard way that guiltiness in your heart will get you karma every fucking time. You know, a lot of times in my life when I feel justified in doing something and I don't really feel no guilt on what I did, for some reason, I get away with it. When I start to feel bad, for some reason, like the next day I get my karma. My dad has done some very foul things and all I keep seeing in his life, and I don't, once again, I don't know what, how he sleeps at night. Okay, I don't know if he cried. We don't, we don't know these things, but what I see is this man has never been in any serious trouble. And every time I turn around, he's getting richer and richer and richer. His house now is bigger than the house he had before. That house was bigger than the house that he had before that. That house was bigger than the house that he had when he, when he was with us and we were all one family when I was growing up in elementary school. Okay, the cars keep getting nicer. The trips keep giving, getting more extravagant. He's now working from home. He don't got to go to an office. Like life is getting better for him. And I'm wondering how did he manage to do my mom who didn't deserve it at all the way he did my mom, do me the way he did me, all these things that he's done, plus all the stuff that we don't see and how he's able to just keep thriving. And some people tell me, well, you don't know what's going to happen to him in the long run. And I don't. The, the story's not over. But for now, I think it's because one thing I've learned from my dad is he doesn't think he did anything wrong. How do I know that? Am I assuming that? No. He told me. Even my stepmom one day said, 
you know, you need to just apologize. You know, he he's told her in front of me, well, I would apologize, but I don't feel like I've done anything wrong. So throwing my mom's face into a bedpost, there was nothing wrong with that. Stomping me in my chest, there was nothing wrong with that. And I don't want to get too personal here, but there's a whole plethora of list of things. A plethora. I like, I like to say plethora. Some people say plethora. I say plethora. A plethora of things that he has done that I feel like warrant karma, mainly because he was not in the right doing them. Like if you would have threw my mom's head into a bedpost, and that's not the only time he's done anything like that. I'm just saying this, that was the last time. Um all because, you know, maybe she was hitting you or at least maybe she even cheated on you. I could understand. But honestly, even with karma, the way karma works is, is it don't really care about what somebody did to you. It's what you did. So when karma comes to deal with you for throwing my mom's face to a bedpost, even if she did cheat on you, hit you, spit on you, you still going to get yours because you wasn't supposed to do that. That's just it's just a karmic law. Karma ain't really biased like that. But what I've learned is it 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 avoids people who it knows it won't have no effect on you cold. You don't got nothing to lose. Even if the things that you do have to lose, you don't really care about them. Like you walk around like what you did was OK. It was justified. You don't have a guilty conscience about it. Guilty conscience is what brings people the quote unquote as what we call it karma. I'm starting not to even like that word anymore. I've seen so many people get away with shit and it just disgusts me. I'm like, well, there can't possibly be real karma. This, this, oh, it's just so whole and it's, you know, it's, it's omnipresent. It's going to go into everybody's life. If you do good, you're going to get good. If you do bad, you're going to get bad. So explain to me the woman who lives a great life. She's a nice woman and she ends up getting hit by a bus. It knocks her fucking head off. Then it throws her into some situation that leaves her body burnt up and crisp, but she's never done anything wrong to nobody in her life. And then the bad guy, you know, he lives until he's 60, 70 years old, and now he's on documentary is telling you all the bullshit he did when he was young, and he's laughing about it. You know what I'm saying? You have to wonder. Like, it makes you really question this whole life, this whole uh, Truman show that we live in. Pablo Escobar's top hitter is doing documentaries and uh, yeah, you know, I killed like four people that day and all the other stuff. Meanwhile, you got people who can't even make it to 21. You got kids out here getting their head blown off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes you really wonder, like, what is this karma shit y'all talk about? What is this thing? What is it and why do some people get it and some people just don't? And there's some people in this world I look at, whether they take advantage of it or not, I look at it and say, well, damn, if, if, if I was the universe and I had to get his ass for something, what the fuck would I do to him? What could I do to him? He don't care about nothing and he don't got nothing. And see, some of y'all say, well, he has a car, he has money. He might not care about that. We can't go through life thinking that everybody gives a fuck about the same shit we give a fuck about. That's where you get fucked up in life, thinking you hurting somebody, you take their money away. Some niggas don't give a fuck about money. That's probably why they have so much money, because they don't stun it like you do. I know people who have a lot of money. They just attract money. They can walk down the street and just find money, bro. And a lot a lot of people I know that are like that, they have this good luck with money, are the type of people who don't care about money. I was walking with one of my homeboys one time. We walk into the mall. He look over. He just look up. 
And he just walks over to an ATM machine and walks back with a $20 bill in his hand. I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah, like, I'm like, like the $20 was just sitting in the ATM machine. Like, some people just have, they just naturally attract money. And these are the type of people, that I've, what I've learned is a lot of these people don't give a fuck about money. Like, what is this energy thing? Like, I'm trying to learn how to master it so I can avoid karma too. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So I can go out here and just walk around and pick up money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've found money before. And I tell you, during those times in my life, I was not thinking about money, bro. I, I remember one time I found, I want to say $20, a $20 bill like twice in one week, bro. Walking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was walking somewhere. I found $20. Walk somewhere else. I found another $20 in the same area too. Like, this is what I'm trying to explain to you. When I say same area, I don't mean in the same, like, same, like, place I found the money. I'm saying, like, in the same city. Like, you know, we were in the same city. Um, Like, this shit is creepy to me. It really bothers me. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's really fucking with my head. And after watching this documentary, I feel like I finally have the answer. What was the key to these men and these women avoiding karma? Not punishment, but karma. For example, when I say what's the difference between karma and punishment, there was once a time where I remember I got grounded, right? But I didn't really have shit. So it was just like, it was really just don't go outside. I didn't want to go outside. Fine. You take away my privilege of being able to go outside, but... I didn't want to go outside anyway. You know, I'm not even cool with my friends right now. We beefing. I don't want to go outside. You know what I'm saying? So whatever. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, that's punishment. It just comes with the nature of things, right? You knew when you did that, you was probably going to get grounded. You did it anyway. Punishment. Karma is, like I said, you know, you out there molesting kids. And your daughter, who you love so dearly, end up getting raped. That's karma. That's karma. That's a difference. You see what I'm saying? Punishment is you out there molesting kids and you go to jail for it. Karma is when you get to the jail, people find out you a child molester and now now they on your ass trying to beat you or kill you. That's the difference. There was a dude actually, this happened like last week. This dude, he killed his cellmate because he found out his cellmate is the same dude who raped his sister. And that's why he was in jail or whatever. His punishment was being in jail. His karma was ending up in the same cell as the brother of the girl that he raped. And then obviously getting his ass whooped for that and killed. Beat to death. They, the dude beat him to death. That's the karma. The punishment was going to jail. You see what I'm saying? When you do such heinous things, like you go out there, especially when you become a serial rapist or a rapist, not just you rape one girl and uh, you know on some horny drunk shit, not not justifying or undermining. I'm just saying, like when you are actual rapist, like that's what you do is you rape women. When you are a murderer, you know what I'm saying? Like when you are a terrorist, them folks already accept that jail shit or and that getting killed shit in their heart. You know what would really eat them alive? Seeing somebody do what they do to other people, to their kids or their mama or their sister or their or they friends. That's karma. Or someone even doing it to them. You rape somebody, now you in jail getting raped. 
That ain't punishment. That's karma. Cause don't no man, I don't care how many women he raped, say one day I'm gonna get raped too. Nah, niggas be like, I might get killed for this shit. I might go to jail for this shit. But they don't be like, well, one day somebody's gonna rape me too. Like, yeah, uh-uh. you know what I'm saying? Like niggas ain't thinking like that. I mean, I would hope not. I guarantee you, at least overall, for the most part, they're not. So you have to ask yourself when when we having these conversations, like, why are people getting away with so much, bro? Somebody. I guarantee you, every one of y'all listening will think of one person that you've either met or you know that you just looked at and was like, how the fuck does he not get caught up? And it's almost like you start to become kind of like envious, almost like, because you go through your shit. You know, you steal something today and tomorrow something gets stole from you. Like, you go through your shit and you start to wonder, like, why, how has David skated by for all these fucking years? Then you start, and you have to be careful, y'all, because then you start to wish things on them, and it doesn't happen to them. It happens to you. You're like, damn. I mean, this. I mean, this guy's invincible. Even bullets that are thrown at him hit me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be careful because I, 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 I it's happened to me with my dad. I'm like, how the fuck, yo? I want something bad to happen to him. What about my, my little brother? I hope my little brother get in a car accident. Like, I'm keeping it really raw with y'all. Like, I've I've said these things to myself just because, like, I'm like, how the fuck did this man do all that shit and get away with it? Even when people make movies about stuff like this, the guy always ends up in some shit, like, almost damn near instantly. This nigga been doing this shit for 20, almost 30 years. How the fuck he getting away with it? I don't understand it. And it's starting to hit me. He don't walk around with the guilty heart. He probably did at one point, but he's convinced himself that he's right. That's why narcissistic people live long lives, bro. Because they managed to literally, actually, genuinely, genuinely is really the key word here, convince themselves that the bullshit that they do to people, there's nothing wrong with it. They deserved it. As the man Sam Little himself said. Oh yeah, they deserved it. He told he kept saying, Oh, when I kill them, they're now mines forever. He really he doesn't have any remorse. What can if if, if you're in the universe and you had to what would you do to him? Like seriously, like on some real shit, what, what could you do to him? This is a man, mind you, before you say get his throat slit in jail. This is a mine. I mean, this is a man who's already more than likely, I can almost guarantee you, fully accepted and even embraced those main two options that y'all have, which is probably the death sentence or getting choked out in jail. If you were the universe and it's like, all right, we got to we got to get this guy. He's killed 93 fucking women. What do you do to him? Well, this, where's his daughter? at? Let's get his daughter killed. Oh, he don't got one. Well, he got a son. No. Nope. Does he have a dog? Nope. What about his parents? Let's get his parents. Nope. You got any good friends? Nope. So what the fuck are we going to do? Well, um, let's get him choked by somebody. He's a big guy. Who the fuck going to be able to choke him like that? Like, he don't associate with no men and he don't get in situations with men for us to put him in situations where he could end up choked. So what's up? We could send a random dude to choke him. What, what are we going to do? I don't know. I mean, is there a random guy that likes to go around choking men? No, we can't find any. Not today. You know, maybe twenty years from now. But right now, we don't have anybody. Well, damn. You know, just why? Well, fuck it. Let him just, just. Eventually, he'll get his ass caught. Come on, let's go move on to the next person because we can't do shit with Sam Little. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? And to me, karma is is beautiful when people know it's karma. Getting into a car accident when you're known for 
choking women is come on. Your your mind usually don't even think that unless you choke a woman today and then you get in a car accident tomorrow, then yeah. And you've never been in a car accident before, then yeah, but usually no. Especially when you can see the car accident coming, like, you know, you did some stupid shit. Then you don't look at it like it's karma. You know what I'm saying? That shit is crazy to me. It's mind-boggling. Because when you think about it, like, him dying was a cop-out. Six years for 90-something bodies. He was only convicted on, um, I want to say, maybe six of them. Who was so a year per life? This this can't be real. You see what I'm saying? Same thing with good karma, because karma, remember, karma is good and bad, right? When you give a homeless man twenty dollars, and the next week you're like, "Damn, I left my wallet at home." And somebody walks up to you and says, "Hey, man, you hungry? I noticed you ain't got your wallet with you. I'll pay for anything you want." You recognize, like, you know, I bet money. This is this was because I. I obeyed God when he told me to give that lady that $20 last week. Wow. Thanks, God. You really showed out this time. You want to know, right? I think you deserve to know. You want to be able to recognize like, oh, this is me reaping what I sowed. What I sowed. I sowed being nice to people. I sowed being courteous. I sold being a gentleman. I sold helping that woman with her groceries the other day. I sold giving that homeless man half of my sandwich. I sold all these things and now they're starting to come back to me. For some of y'all, y'all might be genuine when you do things, but I'm here to tell you that the reason why you haven't got anything back yet is maybe you're not in a position to get anything back yet. Have you ever thought about that? Or have you ever thought about maybe you shouldn't be waiting to get things back, stop doing things to get things out of it? Or have you ever thought about maybe, or even this one right here, have you ever thought about maybe, yeah, you're doing good things, but the bad things you do do on the side are blocking your blessings from coming in? I know that's me. I, I know I do a lot of great things, amazing things for people all over Atlanta in my personal life, whatever. And I'd be wondering sometimes, I'd be thinking like, well, why is this bad thing happening to me? Well, I also, yeah, I did that good thing, but I also did do that bad thing now too now. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I have to think like that. That's why I'm trying to only do good things, right? Only say good things to people in person or whatever like that. You have to wonder, though, on the negative side, on the, okay, it's time for you to get yours. You done did some fuck shit, right? Because to me, I, I, for the longest time, I used to believe, like, there's two types of people in this world. People like me who get their instant karma. And there's people who get long-term karma. So they might get away with 40, 50 things. You're like, damn, why, why is John getting away with so much? Why is John getting away with so much? And then boom, out of nowhere, when they're like 30, 40 years old, life just comes crashing down, right? But then there's the people like John who life doesn't come crashing down at 30, 40 years old. Then they live on to be 50 and 60. Then they live on to be 70 and 80, and then they just die a regular old people's death. And you're like, wait a minute, wait, hold on. Because it makes you, it makes you wonder. It really makes you wonder. Well, were they right in doing what they're doing? Is that what God is trying to tell me? Is that what the universe is trying to tell me? That it was okay for John to molest his daughter. It was okay for John to beat on his wife for no reason. It was okay for John to abuse his kid. It was okay for John to make fun of people's children. It was okay for John to kill people or rob stores or sell poison to our community. It was okay for John. 
It must have been because why else would he not get his karma? I mean, I get mine when I just steal a bag of chips from the store. So why why would he why would John not get none for all the crazy wild things he did? And I think the cheat code to that, guys, is John didn't care about the stuff that he did. John forgave himself. John probably forgave himself before he even committed to act because not to mention John fully embraced any type of possible punishment that could have came directly from what he did. Because you have direct punishment slash karma and you have indirect. For example, if I beat my wife up, a direct punishment slash karma would be me getting beat up. Her brother's, you know, making me feel like a little bitch ass nigga. Hey, nigga, we dude hit me. And I'm just like, all right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Or me going to jail or um, my daughter end up getting beaten up, beat up one day. Or my sister calling me like, yo, this dude just hit me. Or my mama getting beat up by somebody. That's that's that. If I beat my wife up, right? And even if it's the next day or whenever, two months from now, two years from now, I end up in a serious car accident where my face is all busted up. That's not direct karma. Like you don't, most people wouldn't even correlate the two. You see what I'm saying? They wouldn't even, it would never cross their mind, especially if they do a lot of fuck shit. Now, if the only fuck shit you've ever done was beat the shit out of your wife and fuck her face up. And even if it's five years later, you now got a fucked up face from a car accident. You know what I'm saying? Then... And it might even be a car accident that, you know, you don't feel like you was in the, in the wrong for. Then you might be able to correlate it. But most people, it don't even cross their mind. A lot of time, by the time it does cross their mind, their face is healed, they back living a the life. Then one day they start thinking like, damn, you know what? I think the universe busted my face up like that because I busted that one girl's face up like that. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a it's a crazy thing. And I think, I think the cheat code to it is not giving a fuck. I think a lot of y'all that are listening, y'all are crazy. Um, and y'all are probably gonna try this out. If you if 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 you're not already like that, bro, you ne- you can't make yourself be like that. Like, but one thing I've learned too is that people who genuinely pray and ask for forgiveness, and then they say, you know what? If I ask for forgiveness, I've been forgiven, and they really feel like that. They usually don't get karma at all. Or at least the karma isn't as harsh as it maybe could or should be. Does that make any sense? Because they don't. They're not walking around holding on to it. You see what I'm saying? They've let it go. They cheated on her, on their husband. It is what it is. I forgive myself. I know God has forgiven me. I'm going to move forward now and make sure I don't ever do that to the next man that I marry if I ever get married again. If I never get married again, then I guess that's just what that is what it is. I did that to myself. I accept my consequences. You know what I'm saying? That woman probably never going to get no karma. Her husband was sitting there, her ex-husband looking like, damn. How she, you know, finally finishing school and getting jobs and now she got a new man or she happier and she losing weight. This bitch should be fucking sucking salt somewhere. Like, ungrateful bitch cheated on me while I was out working. How the fuck she got a better job than me now? And, you know, you got to be careful, too. One thing I've learned is, you know, sitting around waiting for somebody to get karma, you're just bringing negative energy into your own life. This this is it's tricky, man. It's, and it's And it's kind of fucked up, if I had to be honest with you. And I think that's why God was trying to warn us because, and I'm not trying to undermine God, but I think a lot of these things are just, they are what they are and God just understands them. Even he probably looks at it like, I don't know why this is that way, but it is. He just mastered it. That's all. And that's why he's trying to tell you so you don't have to go through some of the same things everybody else go through. He's just trying to tell you, like, this is what's going to happen if you do this, that, and the third, you know, um, 
And I've discussed this in different ways in different episodes about how I believe God really is. And it doesn't take away from him. Actually, if anything, it makes him greater than, than you know, what we thought. Because he's truly the master of the universe. You know what I'm saying? He's taken the universal laws that are beyond him, beyond anything else. And he's, he's manipulated them to a benefit where it could benefit us as humans or even the celestial beings. But that's up to if you actually take his advice and stop looking at it like he's trying to control you or like it's rules. It's not about rules. It's about help. He's trying to help you. He know he knows the outcome of doing these things. He knows the outcome of having sex before marriage. It wasn't he just didn't want you to not have fun. He didn't want you to enjoy yourself. God wants you to enjoy life. He just knows the type of things that can happen and how things don't flow too well for people who have sex before marriage. Especially if you're somebody who plans on being married. You know what I'm saying? So I I mean I just need y'all to understand that this talk is deep and it's scary, but there's only two ways, man. You have to actually believe that you've you've been forgiven. Or you you got to be a cold-hearted piece of shit with nothing to lose or the things you do have to lose. Oh well, fuck it. Bring it on. This is what I signed up to do. When I became a serial killer, when I became a rapist or a pedophile or a abusive person, when I became these things, this is what I knew would come with it. You got dudes who beat on women their whole life. They live to be 50, 60, 70, 80 years old and die however they die and never get beat up. Don't nobody ever try them. Don't nobody ever run up on them. They don't ever go to jail. None of that. What's the cheat code? It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out. I want to add something really quickly I just thought about after I got done recording that episode. And this is for people who believe in this. I believe in this. That no matter what you do on this earth, there, there is a, especially if you're genuine, there is a way to get right with, with God before you die where you can still go to heaven when you die, right? Just imagine, we don't know, if before Sam Little died, he got right with God, like genuinely got right with God and then passed. That means that this man spent the first 40, 50 years of his life murdering women, and it's not about gender, murdering humans. Not because they owed him money, not because they called him names, none of that. Just for his own sick, twisted, weird fantasies. He literally... This is how he described it. Okay? Murdering women. Then he only goes to jail for six years, dies, and still goes to heaven. Then you have somebody who has never and never would kill anybody. They would never do none of that high-level sinning they might tell a lie here and there they might even steal something every now and then but they don't they don't do no high level sinning and all because they didn't manage to get right fully right with God before they die they're not going to go to heaven and here's the scary part about it they might die a worse death than he did so they don't even get to live till they 70 they die when they 50 40 years old between 40 to 50, maybe even 60 years old in a terrible car accident or, or 
suffering from cancer or some crazy shit, right? And still go to hell. And they didn't even do half of that. Now, you can take what I just said and feel down and feel like, damn, man, what kind of, you know, messed up world do we live in where that's so true? A freaking serial killer can as a can end up in heaven and never die a terrible death and live a long life and never get no karma. But my auntie or my brother or even me, my mom, my dad, my son, my daughter can, you know, live a normal life where they don't really do terrible things to people, right? And because they don't get right with God, they can go to hell. And just to add to that, I keep forgetting this one part, they can also die a terrible death. Ain't that crazy to you? You can look at it that way or you can look at it like, man, that that just shows you the importance of making sure you really forgive yourself in this world and make sure you get right with God. Because, you know, I would I would be mad. I would be kind of upset if I'm sitting in hell burning and I lived a good ass life. And I did good things and I was nice and I believed in God. I even believed in Jesus. But I I wasn't all the way, all the way, you know, up in there like that. And I'm burning in hell and I'm looking at Sam Little up in heaven. I ain't gonna lie, I'd be be mad as hell. I'd be mad as the same hell I'm sitting here burning in. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Or what if you were in heaven and you look down and you see your mama in hell and you know your mama wasn't no bad person. She never killed nobody or nothing like that. Shawty was a good lady. She believed in God. She went to church. She read the Bible, everything. But she didn't get fully right before she died, right? And let's just say she died a terrible death, too. Terrible death, right? And now she died a terrible death. She didn't really live that much of a good life. She had a lot, a lot behind on her bills, stuff like that. But she was a good person. And she's in hell. It makes you want to look at God like, did you just not like my mom or something? I mean, you didn't give her the best cards to play with in life you know what i'm saying she was born in poverty this is the third you know you 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 caused her to die a terrible death she burned alive in a car accident right with her head twisted all the way around on her shoulders right and you sent her to hell but this man's up here why and he lived so he was 70 years old like and the worst thing that ever happened to him was he did six years in jail You know what I'm saying? You would be like, yo, I don't even want to be up here no more, man. I don't even want to be up here no more. Like, I get it. It, it. it just, it's one of those things that just suck. And I guess it just kind of comes back down to one of my favorite sayings that I love to hate and I hate to love, which is you got to accept the things you can't change and change the things you can't accept. That's really wild. I just wanted to add that one part to that because that really has my mind blown. And it, it just has me kind of honestly, y'all, even after everything I just said, it, it's, it, it kind of like depresses me. It kind of depresses me. It's kind of like, what's the point of all of this whole, um, this whole matrix, this whole world that we live in? If, if that's how it can go down, bruh. Like a good person can die a terrible, violent death at an early age, like in their thirties, 
and still go to hell in the afterlife. And this dude can live till he's 70 years old, die a decently peaceful, normal death and end up in heaven. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out. I'm, I'm out this time for real. Like.